Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Heather Norman Burdoff that is going to be discussing a topic that is very relevant to my lifestyle and it's eating healthy during just crazy, busy, chaotic times. So thanks so much for joining us today, Heather. Yes, I'm happy to talk about this. We were just chit-chatting just briefly before we got started recording recording today about that just life is busy, especially this time of year. Uh, you, you know, the kiddos are back in school, fall sports have started. And I was just sharing a little bit with you about what our weekly schedule looks like. But one of those things that all those extra activities add is it really puts pressure on eating healthy and family dinner time. So can you just share a little bit with us today about healthy eating tips for when we are dealing with a busy lifestyle? Absolutely. I I, kind of want to go through five today that I think are manageable, uh, especially over time. That's what I need is manageable. (laughs) Exactly. Don't feel like you have to do all these at (laughs) once. Let's master one. Let's focus on one for a little bit. Once we got that down, then we can add Small steps. Exactly. And you're exactly right about the busy lifestyles. You know, I'm a new mom, so that's experiencing working full time, having a little one at home, all the other things that pull us and all the 20 different directions. So hopefully these are things that we can follow. So the first one actually isn't about food. It's about a beverage. So we add so many calories to our diet through the beverages that we choose to consume. And many times these calories, uh, these beverages that are high in calories, they don't really have any other nutrition for us. So my tip is to always keep a reusable water bottle or cup with a tumbler or something at all times. You know, consuming more water, it's not going to add any calories. It's going to keep you hydrated. You're going to have more energy. You're going to feel more awake. And I encourage you to drink about eight glasses of water a day. Most adults will get the rest of the hydration they need through their food choices, like fruits, vegetables, and other liquid containing foods. So this is really my first tip. And it's an easy one. Exactly. It's an easy one. It's it's trendy as well. Yep. And even, even our kiddos' teachers, that they encourage sending a water bottle with them to school and they let it sit on their desk during the day just to make certain that they're getting proper that hydration. Awesome. That is great. Okay, so we have our water bottle. <laughs> that one I feel like I can do. Yes. I think I got the water bottle. Uh, what if I get hungry while I'm out and about, though? Okay, so this is going to seem like something that's for a child, but I'm encouraging you, encouraging you to pack snacks. All right, so if you plan out your meals for the week, maybe, if that's something that you do, plan out what your snacks are going to be. I do this, uh, and I encourage others to do it as well. Packing snacks means you're planning ahead, uh, which is always a great tip for getting those more nutritious foods into your diet. And hunger literally can hit you out of nowhere. Maybe you're waiting in the car pickup line to pick up your child from something. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. You've got a little something on hand. And when hunger hits us out of nowhere, actually our food choices... They're not as good. Right. They're li- well, it's limited. When you're exactly. out and about, it's it's really limited to be able to the, find a nutritious the food option. The of those food choices tends to decrease for sure. Um, so you're maybe going to run through a drive-thru or a vending machine or uh, run into a convenience store. But having a healthy snack on hand for yourself or your kids who are in the backseat really can eliminate temptations and make everyone happy. 
Just some options that I have would be trail mix or almonds, a bag of grapes, dried fruit, or, you know, little boxes of raisins, even a banana, peanut butter, holy crackers. The list could go on and on. Very easy things that travel well. They don't melt in the car. That it's really easy that you can pack those on Saturday or Sunday and have them ready to go for the week. And all kid-friendly. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so these are great tips from when we're out and on the go, but what about when we are at home? That you come home from a really long day, the kids have all of their extracurricular activities going on. What are some tips to help in this situation? Okay, so this happens in my house regularly. Oh, it does at mine too. <laughs> even though I know all of these things. It's a long day, you come home, you realize you don't have anything planned for dinner. And really the best way to combat running back out for fast food or you know picking up the phone and ordering takeout is to have your pantry and freezer stocked, okay? So this means you are ready to go at a moment's notice for being able to put together a complete meal, okay? So that's my tip, keeping your pantry and your freezer stocked. So you could easily make a complete meal within just a few minutes with some brown rice, a can of black beans, and then pulling maybe one or two bags of frozen vegetables out of the freezer. And having some cooking oils and spices on hand really can turn maybe this meal that doesn't sound that exciting into something that's really delicious. You know, maybe add some uh, spices to give it a, a taco taste or, you know, a Mexican flavor or something like that. And all of these items are extremely shelf stable. So that means you can have them on hand and they can be in your pantry or your freezer for a little bit longer and you're always good to go. They're also very budget friendly. Absolutely. Budget-friendly items indeed. So the idea of meal prepping in advance is becoming more and more popular. And I know that I often see on social media tips about meal prepping or how to meal prep or to develop your plan. What do you think about this idea? I like it to an extent. I, I think there's something that's more manageable for a lot of people because meal prepping can be intimidating for some. You know, you may feel like you have to have certain containers or Tupperware to pack your meals for lunch every day. It can simply be overwhelming. So I'm going to suggest for my fourth tip is to cook in large quantities. So if you're going to take the time out of your busy schedule to actually prepare a meal, just get double the bang for the buck, essentially. So um, double the recipe. You know, if it's soup or chili, it's great to make in large batches. Easily freezes back. You could use half of it for dinner and freeze the other half back for dinner, you know, in a, a couple weeks or just to have always on hand. Or you could eat on it for your lunches for the week and you're you're good to go. Another thing that's incredibly budget friendly, very cost efficient. You know, another idea would to be make pulled or shredded chicken in the crock pot. And then you can eat on this all week in different ways. So you're making a large batch of something at once. You could put it in soup one night. You could make chicken tacos one night. You could have it on a salad for chicken salads one night. And there you go. There are three meals for three nights of the week based off one prep session. And that's really where I think that I could improve in the kitchen, that we do pretty good on the soups and the chilies and the spaghetti sauce of even double or tripling that recipe because those are go-tos when life is crazy busy. But I've not done well in training my family to eat leftovers. Mm -hmm. And so I think definitely the idea of switching it up to where it doesn't look like it's the same meal every night might be more successful in my house. Especially with kids or children. Right. They just, they'll say, we had this last night, mm-hmm. but but yeah. making it look a little different each night, I'm certain they probably wouldn't even realize that they were eating the same, the same chicken. Yeah. Well, <laughs> mine might too. Um, okay. So we're four tips in. What is your fifth and final tip for us? Okay. So this tip is more of a big picture type idea, and it's to keep it simple and to take it slow. 
I think so many times we try to overcomplicate what healthy foods look like, and that doesn't have to be the case. They don't have to take hours to prepare. Uh, the recipe doesn't have to include ingredients that are rare, or difficult to find. Um, we really want to just keep my plate in mind. So that's going to be, you know, making half your plate fruits and vegetables when possible, choosing a whole grain option when possible, a lean protein that could be a plant-based protein or a lean animal-based protein, and then also trying to just fit in some low-fat dairy items throughout the day. So again, I mentioned this at the beginning, (laughs) you don't have to follow all these tips at once or make all these big changes at once. Really try to focus on one maybe for a week. And once you feel comfortable with that, maybe you remember to take your water bottle every day to work for a week. Right. Got that one down. Maybe you can try to introduce another one or try another one for the next week. And just give yourself time. Be patient with yourself to build these skills because when we do that, we know that they're much more likely to stick for the long term. And I love the statement of don't overcomplicate it, that keep food simple, that I have a friend that, you know, on social media, he very much appears to be a foodie and his meals that he prepares are just really elaborate and they're very healthy and they look beautiful. But one day I happened to be sitting next to him at a a meeting and he was working on his meal plan for the week. And I was like, let me see what you're cooking all week long. And, you know, four out of five days during the week were these very simple, just go-to meals. And he just looked at me and laughed. He said, yeah, I don't post those on social media, right? (laughs) So I think we also have to keep perspective that I think sometimes, especially as as moms, we might see what other people are eating or doing and it it creates guilt that doesn't need to be there. Just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate the food choices. This is a fun topic with some great takeaways, Heather. So thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question, or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.